Thank you so much for joining yet another session of Chewables where you are invited to the table to eat, to sit down, to stew over God's word and whatever it is that he has specifically for you. Let it abide in your heart so that you can continue to do his will. This piece is called Pew 2020. I often wonder sometimes when God gives a word to share, he'll say not right now. But this one in particular, not only do I understand, but how he brought it to my remembrance has truly blessed me more now than when it originally occurred. His timing is everything. Doing what he says his way according to the word and through the urging of the Holy Spirit is critical, not only to your life individually, but to the lives of those connected to you. Several months ago, I went to Walmart making my way back to the electronics section. As I was perusing through the TVs, there was an older gentleman talking to the store associate. I kindly waited for them to finish and proceeded to ask a few questions with the associate. While doing so, I noticed the man was still standing there as if to conversate more. So, I kindly ended my existing conversation with the associate so he could go back and ask her more questions only to find out I was the one he wanted to talk to. Side note. It is so important that we recognize the spirit of who we are and our heart posture when we're amongst God's people. I recall for many years I had a nasty disposition, was not kind, and majority of the time had a look on my face that was not inviting for others to even speak, let alone carry a conversation. I think about those times of how I missed the blessings of God he sent my way and because of the enemy in me I couldn't receive. And before we get a little too ahead of ourselves, this can happen to anyone, especially when you're so focused on your situation or you're so broken, you can't see anything else but your brokenness. Don't believe me? Remember the road to Emmaus, where there were two disciples who saw Jesus and spent time with him, walking with him? And then he initially appeared as they were on their journey to Emmaus and they completely missed him. The disciples were so caught up in Jesus' resurrection in Luke 24, 13-34, and him no longer being physically present, they were walking with their head down in discouragement, they couldn't even recognize that he was walking alongside them. But back to the story at hand, the older gentleman started asking if I knew how elephants were captured. With the puzzled look on my face, I responded, no. I went on to, he went on to explain, in Africa, when an elephant is set to be captured, there's a steep dug, hole dug and, can, and covered excuse me, with bamboo leaves. They place bark, roots, fruit, and other things available in the center to entice the elephant. See the parallel? We have an enemy who, at times, entices us with the very thing we like. Now Satan is not all-knowing, so it takes for us to reveal our desires, but at that point, he can tempt us using those very things to pull us away from Christ. James 1.14 Once the elephant is drawn near to what is appealing to the eye and falls into the hole, believe it or not, the fall itself does not generally harm it. I know, but if we think about it, the size of an elephant a fall probably would not hurt or harm it too much. But here's the kicker. As the elephant is in the hole, up to 20 people surround it and begin gently tapping the elephant around his body with a stick that resembles a drumstick. Can you picture that? Not the fall, 
but the process of tapping the elephant wears it down, causing the elephant to squeal and squirm, being annoyed and in pain. I will let that sit with you for just a minute. Come on, 2020. Collectively, 2020 has been different. We have experienced sickness, coronavirus, death, job loss, struggling mentally, social unrest, racial, racial injustice, unsettling political climate, awaiting a vaccine. Now that it's here, do we take it? Physically distant, unable to hug family members, wearing a mask whenever we step outside our home, being the teacher and lunch lady to our children, being spouse and parent in the midst of all these things. Oh, and some of us have not experienced corporate worship with our church families in almost a year. Did I mean for all that to sound overwhelming? Yes, I did, because it's the tapping that I'm referring to that the elephant experience that we've been experiencing all 2020. 2020 has come back to back, and in some cases, all of those things at the same time. Just as this elephant is in this scenario, so are we. We are scared, hurting, annoyed, discouraged, saddened, upset, angry, just all the emotions. When I first started, I, I mentioned God's timing is the best timing and I didn't understand always giving a word but telling me not to write it or not to speak it. So here's the thing, I had my own emotional roller coaster to experience to study on the emotions with my church family and overcome those through Christ in order to encourage someone else. At the end of all the tapping, we are left sometimes in a precarious position of feeling alone and carrying the weight from all we have carried from the experience. What do we do? Hebrews 12 and 1 says, Therefore, since we are surrounded by a huge crowd of witnesses to the life of faith, let us strip off every weight that slows us down especially the sin that so easily trips us up and let us run with endurance the race God has set before us. Sure, God allows things to occur. However, we still get the opportunity to surround ourselves with other believers of Christ to help encourage us to let go of the weight, let go of the experiences, the emotions freeing ourselves of the burden we were never meant to carry, nor were we created to do it either. Jesus said in Matthew 11:28, "Come to me, all who are weary and carry heavy burdens, and I will give you rest." Even in the story the gentleman shared with me on the elephant, the elephant was not alone. It is surrounded by those who want to capture and hold it for their use. We, like the elephant, have the word of God. We're surrounded by his love. His love he wants to shower us with is holding us together, reminding us that we are not alone. He wants to wrap us in his love, holding us closely to be used for his glory and our good. As 2020 closes out and 2021 enters in, be encouraged to let the weight go. Leave it behind so you can run the race with ease, the race that God has set before you. Knowing each day God graces us is another opportunity to live in and on purpose. Let us pray. Oh God, how we thank you for this year. The, this year may have brought hurts and disappointments for some, pain, loss, whatever it has brought, we still say thank you because you are still God. Lord, let us hold on to the fact that you are God who sits high, that you hold us all together and nothing that you allow in our lives is to hurt us, not even to harm us, but to draw us closer to you. 
So Lord, thank you for the opportunities that you have given us. Even if they have felt bad, even if they have felt strange, all to draw us closer to you. Lord, thank you for the fellowship that you continue to give us each and every day. God, we honor you. We lift you up high. As we enter into 2021, I pray, God, that you continue to hold on to us and keep us steadfast in your word so that we can continue to run this race swiftly as you had called us to. Let us keep our sights on you, dear God, and nothing else, taking our focus away from our situations and circumstances. Lord, we say thank you. We love you. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen.